0: Welcome to a new Podcast Valley Sunday I am one of your hosts, Chris Paco
1: And I'm your other host, Jeff Cameron
0: How's it going, new Jeff Cameron?
1: It's new A-OK, how about you? It's
0: going tubular, dude It is gnarly (laughs) and tubular Because we are here to talk about
1: the new monkeys Oh, yes It's It's a radical cowabunga all around It really is, it really is (laughs)
0: and uh we do i I will start off by saying i apologize to everybody for last week but the reason was we started doing this we've had this new monkeys one we wanted to kind of check it out for a while and uh so we decided to do it but we didn't know how we had these different ideas of what to do and then we just said let's just do a reaction to it because that'll probably be the coolest thing but it really was just us watching it going what that's what (laughs) And so we realized, midway through recording it, we were both like, I don't know if this is going to be as entertaining (laughs) as we thought it was.
1: Yeah, make no mistake, folks, we are not here to bury the new monkeys, not by any means.
0: No, not at all, not at all.
1: (laughs) Because this was, um, was it's been fun kind of finally uh, checking this stuff out.
0: Yeah, and it it was really because the reaction to it, it, if people can't watch it, like with the music ones reacted to, you're still listening to the music. Yes. But uh, with this, you'd just be hearing stuff going on and us kind of <laughs> giggling or saying whatever. And we're just like, it, we're, we're nearing the end of Podcast Valley Sunday. And I don't want mm-hmm. one of our final episodes to be a total dud, especially when people read New Monkeys. Mm-hmm. I think right away, some people are like, oh, man, come on. Which I will say, I was kind of one of those people. But once <laughs> getting into it and watching and listening, it's it's really not probably as bad as you think it is.
1: Uh, no. Its reputation precedes it like, whoa. And um, it's only been about a year or so that it's been on YouTube in two parts. If you want to check it out, folks, look up New Monkeys Part 1, spelled out O-N-E, and then there's New Monkeys Part 2. Part 1 has over twice as many views as Part 2, which means maybe uh, more people binged Part 2, of course.
0: Because it's the stamina of it because it's the entire series, which is 13 yes. episodes in two yep. parts. So it's like two, like mm-hmm. almost three hour parts. And so
1: yeah, you got to pace it's, yourself. Like It's Avengers-esque. <laughs> it really is. But it was uh, somebody named Doe Hubler was kind enough to post it all up and he'll be shocked to learn that the comments are turned off. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like all monkeys things, anything on the official monkeys YouTube page, comments are turned off. Yeah, I don't understand why. It wasn't mm-hmm. always like that, but anyway.
1: No, not at all.
0: Okay, so uh, getting into the New Monkeys, um, here. did you want to give any little backup? Because here's the thing. Jeff did a much deeper dive into the New Monkeys than I did, and so oh. I think he's really going to kind of take uh, some he, – he's, he's the New Monkeys expert on Podcast Valley Sunday. Yes.
1: That's true. I'm the senior New Monkeys correspondent. Um, I got some thoughts about it, the show itself, which we'll, I guess we'll save to the end. <laughs> But firstly, we could talk about the boys themselves. They're, they're a good bunch of dudes. Like, part of what bums me out about it not being a successful thing is that the guys seem like legitimate good dudes.
0: I agree. I thought that, too. And Before, it was kind of like, oh, man, New Monkeys was garbage. Frig these guys. And we're kind of like making fun of their names and stuff. But then it's <laughs> like once you kind of see them, it's like, ah, oh, it is a bummer <laughs> for these guys because they, are, they yeah. just seem like rad dudes.
1: Yeah, I guess off the top, we should give the props to Steve Blowner, who's been mentioned before. Mm-hmm. He was actually um, a, a suit at Columbia who gave the green light to the original Monkeys project in the first place for Bob and Bert, and later became kind of a partner with them. And so, like, he's in charge. And Columbia's Pictures Television still had the rights to the Monkeys TV show, much to the chagrin of Mickey Davy and Peter. And this gets into why we have monkeys and new monkeys that have very, very little to do with each other. But in terms of the monkeys TV show property, this is what happens to it. And a, th- a thing against it is that it's called the new monkeys, and like there's stuff, there's discussion among the guys like during the making of it that it wasn't supposed to be the new monkeys. If they were going to change the name, Blowner wanted to change the name. But in terms of auditioning and trying to sell it. It was like a shorthand for what they're trying to do—a TV show with the music, four dudes. It's let's rock that kind of thing. If someone said the New Monkeys. You know what they're trying to do?
0: Yeah, and I agree that I feel if this was called something else, I think it would yeah. have had a better chance of getting off the air. It may, might not have been a huge monster hit like the Monkeys
1: were, mm-hmm. but
0: it w- it wouldn't have had the baggage and the instant like Ugh, New Monkeys <laughs> vibe to it. I think,
1: but. We could talk more about that later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will also talk about, there's a limited amount of New Monkeys content out there, but we'll, we'll throw out some clips you should definitely check out. Firstly, we have uh, Larry Saltis, universally known as sort of the Davy of the group. He's the youngest. He's about 18. And Paco, get this. This is the coolest thing I've learned in this whole experience. Uh, Larry Saltis was born in Akron, Ohio, March 25th, 1968. The date of the airing of the Frodo Caper.
0: Wow. That's kind of awesome. Like a passing of the torch instantly, <laughs> but they didn't know it yet.
1: For real. And he's, uh, so he's like the young guy. He's definitely kind of put out front. And he's also a sh- good shred-tastic lead guitarist, which is, is, does you pretty good in 1986, 87.
0: Yeah. And also can we point out with this new monkeys. They were looking for guys who could play their instruments and who were proficient at instruments.
1: Yes, yes, I think it was going to be even by the '80s. It was a lot harder to get away with faking it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just, just ask uh, Millie and Vanilli from around <laughs> this time.
0: <laughs> True enough. And It is funny he said he was the youngest. He's eighteen. He was born in 1968. I was like, wait, that math doesn't work. But I'm like, oh wait, <laughs> Afraid this, so
1: dude, this isn't
0: now. <laughs> this is 1986. Yes.
1: And uh, also, it must be mentioned, Larry has a five-star Class A Hall of Fame blonde mullet for the ages. Does he ever? Between him and Larry Gowan from up here in Canada, I think Larry's got a lock on the mullet game for sure. Yeah,
0: see, there's a different, there's like the quaffed mullet that they have, <laughs> but then there's like the hockey mullet that's just like short <laughs> everywhere and just the long in the back. Like,
1: the, the, like rock, it, rock star mullets are different.
0: Exactly, yeah. The real mullet, like the regular mullet, is just like <laughs> no muss, no fuss, and that's why you have it. You know what I mean? You want to be able yep. to whip your hair around, but mm-hmm. you don't want to have to do any upkeep. You get yeah. the, the you know the mud flaps. But <laughs> if you really want to stand out.
1: The Alabama compromise. Exactly.
0: <laughs> the only thing I could say with Larry they could have maybe changed was his name. Like Larry... I don't know. It's not as hip and young and cute as I think actual Larry was is. There different
1: times. There were young people named Larry at some point. Which cracks me up for <laughs> real when I'm thinking about...
0: Like the new monkey's like, here's Larry, Carl, Bert, like... and, and Homer. The new monkeys, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
1: oh, man. So that's Larry. And uh, he sings most of the songs. If you dig Larry, check out episode eight Larry Leaves, Is there's a courtroom thing, which is a little monkey-esque. And uh, eventually, Larry Bales gets in the monkey mobile, which is a Mustang GT, 1987 styles. A lot like my mom's car. Very much like your mom's car. Which makes it, you know, super hip. <laughs> and uh, it's a rare trip outside of the new monkey mansion, which we'll talk about. But it's a episode eight, Larry Leaves
0: does does his grandfather come back from England and say he has to come back to the castle or else it's gonna go get sold to the villagers
1: absolutely of course it does up next Dino Kovas here you go now this guy very um you can't help but dig this guy. I don't know what it is he's he's very like naturally kind of. Wants to hang out and have fun. Yeah, very for real, very real, very real, cool dude.
0: Upon looking at them, I thought he'd be the one that would annoy me the most. You know what I mean? Cause he's got <laughs> yeah. the craziest, most ridiculous '80s hair. But then when you you're hear him talking, he just yeah, he grows on you. Uh,
1: yeah, he just really uh, seems like the real deal. And before this, he was kind of, he um, had kind of a cable TV legend on something called Back Porch Video, which. It's also available online. You can find it. It's there. And it uh, feels like the kind of stuff we used to do, just goofing around with the camcorder. But they were on, like, Cable Access in Detroit and Ohio. That's crazy. And uh, he actually won a Cable Ace Award doing this. So he's got some uh, television pedigree. In addition to being a pretty decent drummer, he only sings one song, and it's the theme song for the show. So... Another monkey link there, so to speak, (laughs) is uh, the drummer sings the theme song.
0: What's a good Dino episode?
1: Oh, uh, Dino, probably don't touch that dial, episode six. (laughs) There's this dial, right? Larry and Dino are not supposed to touch it. But guess what?
0: They touch it. (laughs)
1: You touch it, man And um, uh, like a a bogus journey style thing ensues That's pretty good But uh, Dino is also kind of big in this episode We're about to do for everybody in a few moments And, uh, oh yeah, last thing uh, Dino is also in a Detroit punk rock band called Snake Out Before joining the New Monkeys.
0: I wonder what all those punk rock buddies thought of that Like, sorry Snake (laughs) Out, I gotta go join the New Monkeys.
1: (laughs) Look man, uh Sex Pistols played stepping stone. What yeah, can you do?
0: That's very true. It's very true.
1: <laughs> Up next we got Mr. Marty Ross. Now This guy's kind of a ringer because he's already, like, a professional musician. Had a record out, kind of regionally famous in Wisconsin. And he also looks like he's
0: he's 35 years old.
1: (laughs) Yes. He's kind of the Peter in that he plays banjo, bass, guitar, keyboards, and is also, like, sort of secretly a bit older than the rest of the guys. (laughs) Shh.
0: You'll never know.
1: Yeah. Turns out he was born in 57. Wow. (laughs) almost our parents' ages
0: so he's like 30 years old essentially
1: (laughs) sometimes he wears a kilt and he is very silly he makes like the goofiest faces and does the goofiest stuff but he's also like a very very good musician and um i think a good fit for the show he sings not as many songs as larry does on the album but he sings a bunch of tunes and he's very uh he's good he's a good guy
0: I'll just say this: For me, Marty is the one that I have to have to still kind of warm up to the most, just because he is so zany and out there and that kind of thing. Some yeah. of the times he reminds me of those pictures of Mickey at the end of the Monkeys that make me crazy. <laughs> but he's definitely a very talented and everything. Um, but what what episode do you think would be a good Marty
1: episode? Oh well, uh, episode two, all my Marty's. <laughs> it's uh, this is a, an incident with a photocopier. And then a multiplicity thing transpires. Oh, nice. Or there's a whole bunch of Martys, which he's probably the easiest one to make a bunch of because you can't dress up a bunch of people in pompadours, but you can dress them (laughs) up in like a a medium-length brown hair wig and put on that that, uh, Chico Marx fuzzy bear little brown hat of his. And you have (laughs) a bunch of people doing the Scooby-Doo through the hallways looking a little bit like Marty Ross. Sorry to give away most of the plot to episode two, all My Martys.
0: <laughs> no, it's, like a, it's a good trailer,
1: I think. Finally, uh, Mr. Jared Chandler. He's uh, more of a, a traditional waiter slash actor kind of guy who would end up in a project like this. He's got some chops on the guitar, and he, he plays some bass. But I think he's more of an actor, more hired for his hair, perhaps. Uh, <laughs> but, and he doesn't have any leads, as far as I can tell. Oh wow. But but he was born in uh, july sixty seven, around the time Pleasant Valley Sunday came out with uh words on the B site. Nice. See 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 the, the research I do for these things, Faco?
0: I'm telling you, this is good. You really did a, a deep new monkey dive for sure. <laughs>
1: thanks, thanks. Like appreciate it.
0: To be honest, you're probably one of the most uh knowledgeable <laughs> new monkeys, uh aficionados on the planet right now.
1: <laughs> well it uh I don't know, it just it took an afternoon, what can I say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After the New Monkeys, he kind of went to the military for a bit and kind of combined things when he became like a military consultant for movies and TV shows. Oh, and cool. uh he's actually In Point Break and he's in Operation Dumbo Drop along with the the behind the scenes military consulting.
0: I've seen Point Break quite a bit, so I've definitely seen Jared at some point.
1: But uh, canonically here on the New Monkeys, he's uh he's like the gadget guy. He's a few episodes are about him in the lab doing stuff and something goes wrong. In fact, a good Jared episode would be episode five, uh, Rough Day, I think it's called, but it's R-U-F-F. Because <laughs> get this, uh, Jared and a dog switch brains. <laughs> wow. and, and like a shaggy dog thing goes on for a bit. <laughs> so like... You'll notice the recurring thing is that almost every episode could be described as the plot to something else by just by <laughs> naming the title of it. But, uh, and also, this particular episode, on the last aired episode, episode 13, which is almost like a bizarre farewell clip show, like they knew they were getting canceled. So they took this episode, brought in uh, a comedy troupe called Fire Sign Theater to overdub like, improv-style uh, dialogue, like like a whose line is it anyway thing, and that's episode thirteen is mostly other, this episode with other voices in it. Interesting, it's it's something. <laughs> so like so it also counts as as a, a Jared episode, I suppose. Huh.
0: That's funny. Yeah. Well, now that we know the boys, <laughs> let's get into the show. Yeah, this might be our longest cold open. When somebody does a podcast Valley Sunday podcast, they're going to be like that one was eighteen minutes.
1: oh man the circle would be complete that'd be amazing
0: it'd be awesome if the guys the new monkeys are doing it
1: (laughs) oh by the way i forgot to fish for my compliment about the tune that we just heard at the top of the show
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Yes, it was our uh, our '80s. Uh, one of the ideas we had was going to be like a podcast from the past, like the New Monkeys had just started, and we're talking about it, kind of thing. And <laughs> like so we're
1: doing it on a camcorder. Yeah, you,
0: exactly. And so then it, we're oh just shit, gonna, we
1: could have called it Camcorder Valley Sunday.
0: <laughs> yeah, we could have. But, uh, so then I said to Jeff, like, hey man, you make a new, like, if it was the 80s and you were making a theme for our show about the new monkeys, what would it sound like? And yeah, he put this together and there it
1: was. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. I like that one.
0: Yeah, it is. It's really good. It's really good. So, okay, here we go. The New Monkeys, episode one, called Weather the Storm, mm. directed by Yvonne Kelso and also, Rick Friedberg. If you look in different places, it has them both. But then other on the show, it just says Yvonne Friedberg. Ah. Uh, written by Matt Fassberg and Victor Fresco. Originally yes. aired September 14th, 1987. So there's no cold open. We go right into the opening theme. And the credits are like super bonkers and very very 80s. Like one thing, this show hits. If somebody made this now as a throwback to what the 80s were like, it'd be like, man, that is so over the top. Nothing was like that. It wasn't that 80s looking. But the new monkeys is (laughs) like, it's my, it yeah, it's crazy. So we get to see the new monkey mobile, which he says the Ford Mustang GT. Which is sweet, but not as sweet as the original Mobile. Like, there's just it's, no comparison.
1: It's impossible, dude. You, like, that's like Batmobile level business here.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so we see the boys' house, which looks like a huge ghetto blaster or boom box. <laughs> and, like, the dudes are running around like crazy people. And so it's like a nice nod to the original. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And so they have a butler. And this house just seems enormous. Just like going from watching the opening credits for the first time. Says there's a shot of each guy, but they're like made up on four TVs stacked on top of each other. So the top one's their head, the bottom one's their feet, and then like the rest of them is in there. And they're all spinning different ways and stuff.
1: like this kind of video effect you could do on your phone nowadays, but this took some doing back then.
0: Yeah, they'd have to actually stand TVs on top of each other and put it together. (laughs) It's all practical effects back then. So we meet the guys, say Larry, Dino, Jared, and Marty. And uh he gives off like we said, even in the in the title sequence, Marty gives off like a goofy Peter vibe. Like not like a dummy <laughs> though, how Peter played the dummy. Marty doesn't yeah. really do that. He just plays the goofy guy. Yeah. And then um we see uh this, the disembodied lips on a television, which at mm. first I just thought was like, Oh, okay, eighties, very eighties, but they she plays a part, a big part in the show, you'll see yep. coming up. Um the song honestly it's it's not that bad. It's very '80s, but it's it's a pretty catchy tune. For it, it has a wailing guitar solo in it. Oh, <laughs> that just oh, goes yeah. crazy, and. Uh, and then we catch, it feels very Saturday morning cartoon, is what the song and opening credits really feel like.
1: That is kind of true.
0: And then we catch the new monkeys logo, which looks like it was straight off of the wall of the Cafe 80s in Back to the Future <laughs> Part 2. <II. laughs> yeah, also, it really embraces the time. So, the show starts, and the lips, whose name is Helen, played by Linny Godfrey, so they pop up on the screen and ask if we want to meet the new monkeys. And she says that, first, we have to see them a year ago. And we cut to, like, a monkey's premier staple, the screen tests. So he's like, the actual <laughs> screen test of the dude. And we start with Jared Chandler. And uh, the guy using the light meter tells him that he likes his hair.
1: Jared's screen test. Take one. Man, I like your hairdo. Thanks.
0: <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Uh, and then we yeah. see Dino who says that his car got hit twice in six days in Detroit, and the second time he caught the kid that hit him, and he said that if the kid gave him $1,100, bucks, he would forget the whole thing. But then this new monkeys thing came up, and he spent all the money getting to the audition, so his, his car is still smashed up back home. <laughs> and the crew's loving him. Like, you can hear multiple people laughing and loving it.
1: Yeah. Now I ain't got no money to fix my car. Did all the friends think you were crazy when you wanted to come and try out for the new monkeys? They thought I was crazy to pay that much. They, uh... They thought I could
0: have got over cheaper, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he seems like he's a pretty funny, dude. And next just, we see just,
1: just natural. It's like you, you it's just he's not even making it up. He's just this is how it is, and it's and you're entertained.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. And that, that next we see Larry, and he's asked what his fondest memory of the last few month, months is, and he says that it's his whole experience right now. Fondest memory is this, will be this whole experience because. The whole experience was a surprise, as I said
1: before. Coming home from work, and mother and father have two tickets on the table to go to New York. To to New York. The the puppy dog enthusiasm of this kid,
0: one hundred percent, dude. He's so he's so innocent and nice and excited. It's kind of that's awesome. And uh, next we see Marty, and his whole thing is played backwards, and his name reverses on the screen.
1: <laughs> it's not the last time you hear from backwards Marty throughout this, this show. It's like you never get it like a straight up interview with Marty for some reason. Yeah,
0: it's funny. And uh and then uh when it's played forwards, it I got it's not as cool as I thought it was gonna be.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking back up and there's my hair and skin. (laughs) And I'm I'm singing a song and we go off in a crowd.
0: Yeah, it's funny because he's just, it's just like in the middle of him. You don't hear the beginning or the end. It cuts in the middle of the sentence and Uh, cuts out in the same middle of the sentence. (laughs) So it's very weird.
1: You you heard it here first, folks, probably.
0: Yeah. Um, So we cut back to Jared and like James Frawley behind the camera, whoever it is. (laughs) he's telling him that new James Frawley yeah new New James James Frawley Jimmy Frawls.
1: wait a second who's that at the door (laughs) <laughs> oh, hey, new d caruso
0: <laughs> hey guys new d caruso super happy man 80s are great <laughs> wow
1: oh, you're very different that? from old d caruso nice bermuda shorts there d
0: thanks man old d caruso his uh blood pressure is through the roof bud i don't know yeah. i'm just hanging <laughs> out having sipping some tab and having a great time here in the 80s tremendous
1: well you want to you wanna <laughs> stick around or you uh, got somewhere to be
0: no man, I got some shuffleboard. I'm gonna go do. Just spread the love, man. That's what New D Crusoe's
1: all about. Oh, awesome, well, great, great to meet you, New D Crusoe. Oh, can we, can we call you D.?
0: <laughs> sure, man. Everybody does. Hey. All right, see you, man. Wow, New D Crusoe, what a guy. Who knew? <laughs> so new James Frawley tells Jared that the interview's over and that he's like surprised it's done already and he says that he was gonna bring out a chainsaw and cut the coach in half. <laughs> 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 and so obviously right now from this Dino is the runaway uh, star of the show.
1: Yeah, well, yeah yeah
0: <laughs> just, just like just from that whole thing that's all you need to know. So <laughs> For sure. So next we cut back and we see Larry singing like a we are the world type video. Oh, it's like the full band has headphones on they're all in the studio singing into microphones and stuff and uh the 80s were in love with the video of the band in the studio there
1: was a lot of that
0: it was tons of it and it's one thing also i'll say about the new monkeys is the stuff they do is obviously based on other stuff that had been popular around that time (laughs) like this kind of video different things it's like that's the one thing they didn't quite latch onto: is breaking outside of their box in certain areas, which really hemmed them in.
1: Yeah, it's true too. Yes, you talk about having to look like stuff. Is like the weird pressure of this kind of project, where you want to sort of resemble things, so, so people can have a kind of a hook to grab onto. Like when they show the live music later, and it's like that that black stage, but they they're just bright colors popping off the stage like a Bon Jovi video or a white snake video or a great great white video or a white lion video they all, there was all this that looked like that just because that it was the style of the time yeah yeah
0: it, it definitely has that feeling of it though like it it, it falls oh, yeah. into line quickly
1: it's yes
0: so Helen Lips comes back and she asks if we like the guys and introduces herself and that she and she says that she runs the place and it's just her and the boys oh yeah and there's this old dude, the butler. She starts to insult him, but he walks in the room and he hits the TV that she's talking on and shuts it off. Because, yeah, Helen is just upside down, lips on uh, like a, a snowy background, like, like a cable snowy background, not like a winter's day.
1: Yeah. She's not always upside down, but it's just, most of the time she is. She is. And it's a weird, weird choice. I don't know.
0: Yeah. So the butler introduces himself as Manford. This is Gordon Osheim. And he says that he runs the house.
1: It's no easy
0: task. And so we see the exterior shot of the radio house and the name of the episode comes up, Weather the Storm, just so you remember. Mm-hmm. And Manfred tells us about how huge the house is and that there are endless hallways, countless rooms, and very strange occupants. And even has its own diner and shows the diner and it looks a lot like the Max by Save, in Save by the Bell.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. It
0: has that whole vibe which is another thing that really embraced its time. So Helen pops back up and tells us how big the house is, and she tells us about the time that the boys got lost trying to get to the recording studio, which I believe is also in the house. So we see the boys walking down the hall, and Larry's leaving a trail behind them, like a trail of breadcrumbs, and Jared tells them that he's making a mess, but Larry says that he's doing it so they don't get lost again. And Marty stops, and he says they don't need the recording studio because they can shoot the rock video right there in the hallway. And it's like, so it's like, oh, they're going to the recording studio to shoot a music video, which is, weird. like they of course, the music video idea just gets popped out of Marty. And that's the thing that pushes the whole, like Marty's always trying to find a place for them to shoot this rock video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Jared, who starts, he seems like a little bit of the downer of the group. He's not into <laughs> it at all, but Marty starts to dance and the title card appears at the bottom corner, like MTV style that says new monkeys, Strabert Productions. Valencia Breakdown. like
1: Yeah, but it's, it's not even a real song.
0: No, it's just, yeah, I was going to say that title it's, sucks.
1: It's just a little interlude, and they never do the, the little MTV title thing for any of their, like, actual songs. No, it's, it's just... It's a weird move. They try to be a little subversive in the middle of episode. Oh, it's a it's music on TV. Let's put the thing up there. But it's just, it's, they sh- if they're going to do it, just... Go all the way with it.
0: Yeah, do it for your own songs and let people know what these songs are called. So yes. then you know, they, and they go to the record store when they call up the radio station, they know what they're asking for rather than asking for uh, Valencia Breakdown. <laughs> yes. And everyone's like, "I don't even know what the hell you're talking about." It's like the new you Monkey song. Up, Didn't you see it? Marty was dancing.
1: And you, you pick up the New Monkey's record and Valencia Breakdowns and not even on it. You gotta wait for like New Missing Links Volume <laughs> Three.
0: <laughs> it's there. Uh, all the King's Horses. <laughs> Everyone's waiting, the buzzy Valerie. <laughs> so uh, they all start dancing, and there's some like '80s visual effects, and it, it feels like a romp is coming on, essentially. But then Dino throws down his drumsticks, and Larry and Jared stop dancing. But Zany Marty keeps it going and gets out of hand. <laughs>
1: yep.
0: And then Jared tells them that they're not making a video in the hallway, and Helen fills the screen and says, "Nice try, bozo." <laughs> So Jared Buzzkill, once again, he says that they need the recording studio. And there he says that they shouldn't, should have gotten Manfred to take them. Cause he's the only one who knows the mansion. So mm. Dino then tells them that they'll find it. And he opens a door that leads to a huge eel. And he kind of <laughs> pretends to freak out. And then Larry opens a door and there's Dr. Frankenstein. He tells the new monkeys to wait and he'll be with them in a second. And then starts to electrocute the body in front of him. Mm. And, uh, Marty hears fighting happening behind one of the doors and a foot comes kicking through the door. And so obviously Marty bites it. Of course. <laughs> yeah, gross. And uh, so Dino walks up to a door that looks like it's from a submarine with a sign on it that says, Do not open Dino. And he asks mm-hmm. why it's addressed to him and JBK, Jared Buzzkill, he says that he'll probably want to <laughs> open it. And uh, Larry walks up to another door. And they're really pushing the door a bit. Like, maybe it's their nod to all the fainting in Monkey's Mind, their manner. (laughs) I guess. us just keep going with this. It says, do not open, Larry. And he says, I could have gotten in trouble. And a halo appears over his head. (laughs) (laughs) And back to Dino and JBK. And they go back (laughs) and forth about why one of them should or shouldn't open it. And Jared starts to finally open it, but Dino stops him. And he says, he's the one that's not supposed to open it. And tells JBK to hold his script. And so he opens the door. <laughs> and Larry comes running in and tries to stop him. But when he gets the door open a little bit, rain and wind pour through. And all the boys get drenched. Like, it pours down on them. Yeah. So when they get the door closed, Larry sees that Dino has a dark cloud over his head. And Dino <laughs> so says wicked. that a little rain never hurt anybody. But suddenly the clown turns angry and shoots out lightning. And Dino gets drenched <laughs> with water. And yeah, when
1: we can see See, we can see Dino was squished down here right away. Yeah, instantly. Yeah, he goes down First like five episode. inches.
0: And uh, then the wind blows him back up against a wall.
1: Oh, yeah. This is some uh, Commodore Amiga style CGI. That's, that's the C in CGI is Commodore Amiga.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's really intense and hilarious. Helen shows up on screen and says,
1: And I'm not wearing a stitch of clothing.
0: Hmm.
1: I knew that'd get your attention.
0: Jeez. And Marty, Larry, and Shemp, I mean, uh, Jared, <laughs> are in the recording studio. And Marty complains to Helen that they have finally found the studio but can't find their drummer. And Helen looks through the house because she has, like, cameras, essentially, in every room. Mm. And uh, we see Helen's POV going through the house. And it's like like a target on it. But she's, like, kind of like moving through the hallways, too. It's It's interesting.
1: Yeah. In a later episode, you find out Helen is a former Department of Defense computer. Interesting. But she got into rock and roll instead, and that's why she's in this house with a band.
0: Interesting. That's yeah. funny. So we, we see her point of view while Marty shows the other guy some sweet guitar licks. And uh, she says that she sees a huge storm front coming to their door, and suddenly Dino pops in the room soaking wet. And a JBK asks if he's okay. And Dino is very angry, but says that he's okay and that they need to start before the cloud catches up to him. So the boys are super stoked to practice and they jump into a song, but then the cloud descends on Dino and, and starts dumping Skittles or something on him, like all these
1: pellets. I think it's thing. hail. I think it's supposed to be hail. Oh, it's hail. He's, but he's getting wailed on for sure.
0: <laughs> and uh, so Marty says that they were so close to a video that he could taste it and then does these gross moves with his mouth. <laughs> And then Helen says, Ooh, nice pair of lips. <laughs> and then Manford tells Helen to bug off because it's not her show. And she says that it is, and he says that it isn't. And then they bicker for a while, which comes up quite a bit. But I got to say, the sexual tension between Helen and Manford is so electric, you could charge your Tesla oh, yeah. with
1: it. Oh, yeah. Just, just wait till New Monkeys after dark.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> new Monkeys, Max. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's, who's going to film this video? Like, that they're making right now in the thing. They just... Is Helen just going to use her cameras to film it? It's, it's a very it seems very it's, haphazard of them to, to do It's this. never addressed. No, it never is. So Larry and some girl are on a date in the diner, and Rita, the woman who works at the diner, her name is uh, Bess Mota, or Bess Mata, yeah. she keeps interrupting them, trying to serve them more coffee, and Larry keeps telling her that they're fine and goes back to talking to the girl about how beautiful she is. And your nose is just so functional. <laughs> <laughs> and so Rita comes back and says that she has some fantastic carrot cake and Larry essentially tells her to F off but the girl says that she would love some <laughs> carrot cake and Rita says that she just sold the last piece and walks away so yeah. I, I got to assume that Rita has a crush on Larry and is trying it to keep appear this, that way to keep this girl
1: away from him or she's just C blocking him for fun maybe one or the other yeah
0: because she's working in their house <laughs> at the time <diner> they have <laughs> A lot of downtime at that diner. (laughs) For real. So Dino comes bustling in, and he brings a hurricane with him, and the girl blows away. So back in the studio, Marty's being extra annoying while playing synthesizers and making stupid faces and still working on the video, and decides (laughs) that he needs more smoke because uh, he seems to be trying to put every stereotypical prop in the music video that he can. Oh, yeah. And he fills the whole place with smoke, And we get some stock footage of an old movie of a woman out of, like she comes out of some smoke and titles appear in the corner again. That's a new monkeys, Straybert records, Mamba concrete, another horrible name that doesn't exist. (laughs) And uh, Marty freaks out that this is the video. He's super excited. And the woman dances and Marty acts like a jackass for a while until Dino shows up and blows all the smoke away with his hurricane. So Jared's walking down the hall dressed up as a surfer and carrying a surfboard and comes to a door that says beach room and he opens it up and there's a hurricane going on and he gets soaked and then the door falls down and we see like the whole crew sitting outside and then the director tells him to get that wall back up. Someone get that wall back up. And that's a cool (laughs) little break there.
1: Like an actual wall break, if you know what I mean. Yeah,
0: and actual outside as well.
1: Hey, what's up?
0: So this leads us to the commercial. K-E-L-L. I don't know if the new monkeys got to do any commercials, so.
1: <laughs> no sponsors.
0: No sponsors.
1: Well, they were uh, this TV. It was like distributed by Coca-Cola Communications.
0: Well, there you go.
1: So there's, there's also like Coke commercials with them that were reworked with like Whitney Houston later. Like The the parts that the new monkeys in them were taken out and Whitney was put in. Wow. Like something like that happened.
0: Interesting, interesting. I like to find those commercials. Oh, they're out there. So we come back and we see Manford riding a skateboard. And I'm assuming it wasn't the real Manford, although that'd be (laughs) awesome. (laughs) And then they're in there and the boys are in a room and Jared is feeding the fish. And the the scene is in Japanese, I believe. It's what it sounds like. And there are English subtitles. Essentially, Larry's saying that he's missing his favorite silver tray, and Manfred has it, and he offers it to them, and Marty asks where Dino is, and Manfred says that he was feeling a bit under the weather and drops the tray. Ho, ho. Literally under the weather. And so Dino's (laughs) in the diner with Rita, and he's trying to eat, but his food is frozen solid, and the diner's filled with snow, and he complains that not only can't he eat, but he's got no social life. And he and Rita go back and forth with, with inspirational sayings to each other. And we get some stock footage for each one. And then there's an old-timey cartoon of a guy peeping on a woman changing, which is weird. And then a <laughs> shot of Dino in an interview saying, I was a monkey fanatic. And a woman in an old car spinning around. And then go back to Dino saying that when he was a kid, he and his friends would pretend to be the monkeys and have girls chase them around the monkey bars. And uh, we see Jared saying that the OG monkeys really did their stuff and it was real hot and that the new monkeys are hoping to be really hot too. Back to Dino saying that he played Davy Jones and now he's taller than Davy. And then someone says, well, just because of your hair. And he's like, no, 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 I'm taller than Davy. <laughs> he really want to make that clear. <laughs> so Manfred's yelling at Helen and the stock footage shows a guy doing backflips with a dog walking on him. Like you've seen the stock footage, it's the guy doing like, yeah. the, you know, yeah. the dog on him. And then back to Manfred yelling at Helen to get a hold of herself. And, she's, and then she says, Keep it cool, pinhead. I was just checking to see what else was on. And so were the viewers of the New monkeys. Oh, boy. Oof, unfortunate. So then Manfred and Helen bicker again. And it, it just keeps going on and on. Like, just the two of them bickering just me want to jump out the window. It was, <laughs> it, it's like we got to the point. It's like every time they're around each other, that's what they do. And it just kind of, we get it the other three boys are trudging through the hallway in the snow and then they are in a room with everyone and they're still trying to get rid of the rain cloud over Dino. And we get stock footage of flowers opening and butterflies and birds and rivers. And suddenly the rain cloud is gone and Dino's super dry and super excited. <laughs> and Marty says that this is the video <laughs> he's pushing that plot line so hard. And then mm-hmm. he catches a guitar that's thrown to him. And Dino says, forget the video. He's hungry. And then they go and get something to eat. And so
1: wicked guitar toss by Marty, good yeah i'm already too
0: i'm really hoping that was a one take like toss to him catch and he just <laughs> tosses it off it's fantastic yeah so we cut to the new monkeys on stage playing one of their songs to a bunch of like 80s people who are really into it like they're loving this <laughs> and the video has that live video look like how you were saying like on the black risers
1: back then they were just called people Paco like I want to get the counter out and see how many times we say 80s throughout this uh episode
0: well see because you gotta if we just know there's a bunch of people watching them you just think of people watching but these people are like teased hair fringe denim jackets like the 80s and I'm not putting them down it's just like I want to give people a visual image
1: as and as opposed to like stock footage people in crowds that we see a bunch of these yeah um and this live room here i think throughout the series you see like at least half the album played in this room maybe they change their clothes once or twice but they do this style video for a lot of their songs
0: yeah it's probably the easiest way to do it
1: oh for sure and this particular one is called uh what i want and um we'll talk about it later but this is the The first episode, is going to be in four of the first five episodes. So they're really trying to, uh, I'm a believer it.
0: (laughs) Definitely. Yeah, this is the one they're pushing hard. And they've even got like choreographed dance moves, like the the two guitar players, bass player, got the moves going down the steps. And and they have like backup singers.
1: Oh, yeah. And the
0: whole thing. It's like our first real taste of New Monkey's music. And again, it's not, this song it's not awful it's not this song isn't super memorable they do have some some thicker jams i think they should have pushed yeah, yeah. and dino has a lot of drums <laughs> he's surrounded <laughs> by drums <laughs> and so uh and at the end of the song we cut to dino uh in his interview saying a- yes
1: <laughs>
0: is that what you wanted to hear yes <laughs> They probably gave him some question or whatever, and he's just like, "I know you just want to hear me say yes, so <laughs> yes." Is that what you want to hear? And uh, then we're back in the studio, and they're singing another song, and it looks like the video before we like them like singing the "We Are the World" vibe.
1: That was that's the same song. Yeah, it's, uh, it's called "I Don't Know."
0: Yeah, and so the credits roll over that, and that's how it works. And that's the end of episode one of the New Monkeys.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: overall thoughts for me, it. It's like a non-stop barrage of stuff happening. Like, it's true. It's, 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 it's for the ADD people who, who can just move on to the next thing. Give me something new. Give me something new. Give me something new. And it just hits you, hits you, hits you. Mm-hmm. Which is that's what it is. That's what this show is. Like how he said, it's a very Saturday morning cartoon or just Saturday morning live action kind of show about a band. was yeah. a house that looks like a radio and a butler and some lips <laughs> running the, the show. But kind it's of thing.
1: also like, um, there's a, it almost seems like if it was a Saturday morning, Sunday morning thing, which is kind of where it ended up from the sounds of things, like it seems it would be a better fit, like late at night, like after Saturday Night Live. Like there's things, there's, there's a little risque here and there. And there's some references that'll be lost on young people. <laughs> yeah.
0: If they were going to do that, they'd have to maybe. You, you, trim some of the just the zaniness like the silliness down if they're going for the later show like maybe whatever dino was doing on his public access show (laughs) lean more to that kind of thing but again what do i know like a lot of like famous youtube videos that people on youtube have the most (laughs) annoying shit going on and that's their thing and that's what people like to see from them so
1: it's true, and th- this particular episode doesn't. Uh, not all the episodes are like this. Like, a lot of them have like a plot section, like this <laughs> storm cloud thing, but sometimes the plot sections are only like fifteen minutes long, and you can tell because there's three songs and two short films in a, in a Dino's Kitchen segment. Like they packed the show with a lot of stuff, yeah. And like I don't like to throw the phrase "ahead of their time" around too much, but I think they were ahead of their time. In terms of what they were trying to do in terms of the level of effects available on their budget for what they were trying to do like what they got right i think were the guys who seemed to like be working together having a good time and they they sound all right they sound like they sound good they just didn't quite figure out the show before they put it on the air and there's Mm -hmm. like a lot of segments like uh, like a black and white short film series called fabletown and it's it's like there's one of these in several episodes and it really has nothing to do with the rest of the show. And if they're just flipping through channels, you would not know it's the new monkeys.
0: Yeah. And and again, I've we've talked about this before, but a big thing is calling it the new monkeys. I think that mm-hmm. really shot them in the foot. And um uh, <laughs> they would have been taken more seriously, even though this show is not to be taken seriously in that way. But you know what I mean? I feel yeah. it, it almost even people always say there's too many reboots, too many remakes, blah, blah, blah. But like, look, the new it's... monkeys <laughs> happened in 1987 and yeah. they were hoping, and like how you said, when you hear the new monkeys, you understand what it is, but then people yes. are instantly like, yeah, but what are you doing? Why are you doing a new monkeys when you don't, you know what I mean? If it was called uh-huh. something else, like we, we were talking about once before there was a show on Saturday mornings called the, the guys next door, which was <laughs> obviously a nod to new kids on the block. But it was a show very similar to The New Monkeys, And they were a band. They were a boy band. They had an album that went out and all that stuff. Possibly our next podcast. Yeah, yeah. I think they (laughs) might have used uh, what was going on with The New Monkeys and took things from that and put together The Guys Next Door. I suppose. Which wasn't a huge, huge smash hit either, but it was its own thing. Here's the write-up on IMDb. The guys next door is about five guys who lived in a huge house. The show consisted of comedy skits and music videos which starred the guys themselves. That exact same synopsis could be for The New Monkeys.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but around this time it was kind of like I don't know if the the Monkeys 20-year comeback thing spurred the whole deal about around this time it wasn't just the new monkeys there was new adams family new monsters new shaggy dog new my three sons new gilligan's island new new everything they brought back star trek next generation which had this other cast that no relation to the first cast and people like what's this is not gonna work it's gonna be like the new monkeys that was a joke but it went on to be considerably more successful And then what else was contemporary with the monkeys? Uh, Batman, and they brought that back a couple years after this. And it was Michael Keaton was going to be Batman. Mister Mom was going to be Batman. That's ridiculous. Did you watch Beetlejuice? No way. Some random stuff worked. Some of it didn't. But this deal with uh, the new monkeys, if it was if it made it onto Fox, like the Fox network had just come out, Mm -hmm. and. This would have been something they could have put on, given a long leash at late at night. Yes. Because it, it was tough to program Fox. Like, Married with Children would have lasted more than 13 episodes if it was on like ABC or something. It would even get on the air.
0: No, exactly. Yeah. This does feel like an a 80s Fox show, just the vibe of yeah. it and everything.
1: But because of the nature of like the, the syndicated shows, it was on the weird high number. I think this was on, remember Channel 49? Oh, yeah channel 29 became our uh, our fox channel mm-hmm. but 49 was like this other buffalo weird station that played wacky shit and i remember this being on it at one time i have one specific memory from watching the new monkeys and it was uh, dino i knew his name was dino because they just called him dino what are you gonna do dino and he pulls out a giant plug and it goes to commercial and it comes back and and it's like Fable Town or something. And so you don't know it's the new monkeys. I'm like, what happened to the new monkeys? Did did Dino unplug the show? Is, <laughs> is it canceled? Because D- and like it felt like something totally different happened. And like I just went and played Commodore sixty four. Like I was a bit young for this. Yeah. And how random it was. Like we were just starting to get into staying up late and watching SNL and stuff like that. Yeah. So this kinda of just missed us and I think if it was a few years later and if it was on a more consistent time zone and I could actually get it on all the TVs in my house, like it's this, this would have been like a a bigger hit and if it had like like it's pretty ambitious the stuff they try to do.
0: Yeah, I agree. And for the time it was for sure. So yeah, so the new monkeys. I gotta say, uh, I went in kind of thinking we were just gonna laugh at it about how bad it was and how stupid it was, but it, that's definitely not what we came out with. Definitely. And again, I haven't seen all of the episodes, but I could definitely. Even when I noticed when I was talking about things, I'd be like, "Oh, and Marty was super annoying," or "This guy was this." I could kind of see like <laughs> making excuses for it because like you're now, you are now in with the new monkeys, and and I'm yeah. I'm not talking sauce when I say that.
1: I'm just stating <laughs> and like. um... Like I watched the whole thing, but like a few days ago, you and me watched uh, Monkey Mail, Episode 7, which is one of the stronger episodes. It's definitely more of a grab bag episode that shows you all the different stuff. And you get to meet uh, Stiv, Dino's old uh, co-host of Back Porch Video back home, who makes a surprising number of appearances in this show. Crazy. But as an experience, um, in terms of, like, doing this monkeys thing that we're doing. And if we're going to talk about the history of the monkeys and the legacy of the monkeys and literally the legacy of the property itself, we have to talk about the new monkeys. We have to investigate it. And here we are. And I think it was fun. Like I think the expectation bar was pretty low, but I think it was a pretty easy one to clear based on the strength of the dudes and just the ambition and, um, uh, just the, the kind of, um, uh, kind of uh, weirdness of it all
0: yeah we are not going to be pulling songs from the hat obviously today but we are going to talk about three new monkey songs that are kind of their stronger i don't know stronger offerings i guess on their one album they have and just discuss it and we're like we're not going to put them in the countdown or anything like that but it's uh just something we're going to (laughs) do
1: Yeah, there was a yeah there was that one the new monkeys record that came out and uh similar to the monkey the original monkeys there was the hope that the, the songs would promote the show and the show would promote the songs and it worked pretty well back in 66 and for whatever reason didn't work so well in 87 mm-hmm. um but there's 11 songs on the record and i think throughout the 13 episodes they do get to all of them and um the first song we'll talk about is called What I Want.
0: It's
1: the first song on the record. It was, uh, I guess, the second last song in this, this episode we just enjoyed. And um, it was the A-side of their only single. So they were pushing this pretty hard, and it's a it's a Larry and Marty co lead vocal, mm-hmm. and uh, I think by my count it's in seven episodes, more than any other song, unless you count Turn It Up, which I guess appears fourteen times. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but what I want, as mentioned, it was in four of the first five episodes. So they're really trying to trying. To, I'm a believer. In it like I said, trying to push it and try to get it out there, but. Kind of a swing and a miss, even though it contains the line, She grabbed my cue, she sunk my shot. Yeah,
0: a lot of these lyrics are kind of like, Oh my goodness.
1: You know, different (laughs) songs, for sure. Yeah, like the songs, there are moments like throughout the show and in the music where like, it's never kids.
0: Yeah. (laughs) This
1: shouldn't be on after Muppet Babies. Or uh, Davy and Goliath, or whatever was on Sundays,
0: but but the uh, but (laughs) what I want—it definitely has a catchy chorus, and it's a yes. Everything is of the time,
1: obviously, but
0: it's it's a good song and it sounds
1: cool. I like. I think it's weird. The the chorus ends on "What you can give me." It's it's like a robot trying to write a song or something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but then the non nas start yeah and then you're, you're swaying and clapping and yeah it's 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 something it's fun
0: it's a good opener to the album definitely it
1: is it is um, the second song I like to talk about is the theme song Turn it up Every- by Dino not written by Dino sorry but uh sung by Dino and um is the b-side of the single
0: which is the funny. last song on the album it's funny it's the b-side but it's like the theme of
1: yeah but and it's it's also like <laughs> they don't say hey hey we're the new monkeys or anything but yeah no. <laughs> I do like the, the song itself as like kind of like a call to action hey man we're on let's rock kind of thing and um I do like the vibe of it.
0: I like the, whoa. Whoa, I like that (laughs) part. That's
1: the important hook on the song. Absolutely. And it is Dino's only lead vocal, which makes it weird because none of the rest of the music sounds like the theme of the show.
0: It's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I thought we'd hear more Dino throughout the album just because he sings the theme Mm -hmm. song. And I thought they're going to try to disperse it between all of them.
1: And I guess they did, like, have, like, 33 songs in the can. Maybe there's a, a Dino record worth of stuff, a Dino EP that Rhino can dig up. Who knows? Yeah, I wonder it, if Rhino's got the property and, on this now. Who do, knows?
0: How is there not? They yeah, know. New Missing Links. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, again, it's another good tune. It's catchy, and it it mm-hmm. does what it needs to do, essentially, with that one. Yes.
1: And it, it, it's it, very much of the style at the time with the... the Larry Shreddington Yeah Going for it on the guitar
0: And it does have an opening Theme Feel to it Yes Like it really does
1: Yes Very Very up and let's go I think it was effective Yes
0: Yes The third song Affection (laughs) Okay, now this is a song where some lyrics are kind of intense. Like, Yes. It's kind of shocking affection and its subject Very matter. Very much
1: so. Especially in the, the context of like a couple of its appearances on the show are in kind of like a, a zany, super-duper 80s music video with the colors and the shapes, and it kind of distracts from the, the lyrical content of the song. Well,
0: one of the lyrics, I might get a wrong but the guy puts a shotgun to his head it's all about. it seems if you if you put this in like a minor key and slowed it down a little bit this song yeah. would be extremely heavy
1: it's like For real it's like it, portraits
0: like... of different people's lives who aren't really doing super well with themselves
1: <laughs> Yeah, and uh, but the way it's used in the show, most of the time, it's just you know like a goofy New Monkeys video. Yeah, but in episode eleven, there's suddenly this. It's just like I think it's mostly black and white with like a touch of color. I think, and it's it's just uh, Marty with the guitar singing and playing affection. And uh, if you want to cue it up, it's on New Monkeys Part Two, one hour twenty one minutes and twelve seconds in. Let's have a listen. Well, he drove out on the highway until his motor went dead. He opened up his jacket and then he put that shotgun to his head. He said, "I'm not
0: crazy. I'm just the little boy." Okay, so to go with what you were just talking about that video, it's a big long one take that starts super wide and comes right up into Marty's face. And I've got to say, Marty in this, with his hair tied back, playing the acoustic guitar and singing, he doesn't even look like the same person. Like he looks like a musician who's like a serious musician dude. Whereas in the show, pro, he's like a pro exactly. And that's the first time when I've seen him. Like, man, this guy's unreal. He's very good because he's always being so wacky, making faces and being zany that it's hard to take him as seriously as we probably should. And then when he ties his hair back into a little pony nub and he plays the acoustic guitar in this big warehouse, you're like, that's, that guy's good. That guy's, yeah, that's a great way to see that song for sure. And a great way to see yeah, Marty. And
1: like he nails it, obviously, because it's, it's like a, probably some sort of crane on a rolling thing. Yeah. With like a river in front of him or something it's weird. It's <laughs> yeah. a flooded airport hangar or something going on. When we
0: get know. the Blu-rays of the new Monkeys, we'll be able to see yes. these so much better.
1: Yes uh, I ordered the last one Paco Damn. I don't know man. you got I've got a right to, write here to we, Dino. here we go again
0: <laughs> Dino, I'll mow your lawn or whatever, just give me the Blu-ray.
1: <laughs> oh man, unreal so but yeah like but mostly like uh my final thought about it is it's kind of like how Lauren Michaels talked about s n l and said uh that first season uh we had the ingredients, but we didn't know the recipe. Because, you know, there were too many com- fake commercials and a couple, two monologues. Like, they things were off. Like, yeah. they didn't figure it out until, like, four or five episodes in. And if they had another season of New Monkeys, I bet it, it might have been okay. If it had a more consistent time slot, it might have been okay.
0: mm mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of factors that could have really made it more than what it became. And it's a it's, it's a shame it didn't. Because it, again, going back, man, like, if it was called something else on Fox later at night, had a little more... Reason to stretch out and stuff. Yeah, you're right. It definitely could have clicked with more people.
1: And lastly, uh, just a couple of links to other content. If you want to get on YouTube, look up uh, Search for the New Monkeys, nine minutes of audition footage, quick glimpses of our guys. And um, 13 Week Theater, uh, like a YouTube channel about failed TV shows, has an episode that has more views than uh, parts one and part two combined. Check that out. Interesting.
0: So yeah, check that out. Check out some new monkeys. And as far as P- Podcast Valley Sunday goes, we will be back in two weeks with some old monkeys. <laughs> back to the formula for the final three episodes of the monkeys. Oh, man. Crazy. We're getting into it now.
1: It feels like forever already. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. All right. So from me, new Paco.
1: <laughs> and me, new Jeff. Have yourself a
0: new monkey's little evening.
1: (laughs) New thank you, new (laughs) bye-bye.